Hello, everybody. I should be doing After Dark music. That's not a beer. That is a, what is this called? It's a pretend LaCroix. How do you guys say it? LaCroix? If you're French, but I just say LaCroix. Is that cool with everybody? This is a uh, Refresh Seltzer Water. This is the Pavilions brand of LaCroix. And because Pavilions in my neighborhood only carries every flavor of LaCroix except plain. And I don't really fuck with the flavors. I mean, I kind of do sometimes, but I like the regular. And so that's what you can kind of get. Can you hear the bubbles? Mm. Um, why didn't this ever become a thing sooner? I mean, I've just noticed that drinking sparkling water is just the thing. I don't really drink anything else um, other than, well, I just mean alcoholically. Not that this is alcohol. What if I thought this was alcohol? Um, no, I just, I like sparkling water as my fun nighttime drink. I like it all day, but anyway, so that's what I'm drinking is my Refresh brand sparkling water. How are you guys doing? What are you drinking tonight? Uh, sorry I missed last week. Hold on just a second. I just had to drink a huge sip of that. So, um, how are you? Sorry about last week. I have, I keep almost calling it amnesia, but what I have is pneumonia. So I don't know if you can hear it. You can kind of hear it in my lungs. You hear that? Well, that just sounded like I was scared, which I am scared because I've got pneumonia, which don't people die from this all the time? I'm sorry if I'm triggering any memories of loved ones of yours who have died from pneumonia. That sounded like I was being an asshole, but I'm serious. I don't know how common it is. I was in Seattle and I was at my show, shout out Season Gallery. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I had a great time in Seattle. Uh, some me reading stuff, people, uh, listeners came to the show, made me very happy. And then I think it was later that night. Oh, guess who I got to visit? Only the winner of the contest, the co-winner of the original contest from the first year of me reading stuff, the Channing Tatum erotic poetry contest, Mr. David Drury. I got to finally meet him, and it was the greatest thing ever. So that made me very, very, very happy. You've also heard me talk about D.W. Burnham, another writer slash artist. Got to meet him. I got to, I got to meet some really important people in my life who I've never met in person, so that made me so happy. And I had family dinner with them, and then later that night, I, I went back to my hotel <clears throat> tried to lay down and boom, I got a fever of 102 just out of nowhere. I'm talking like one, one minute I was totally normal. And then 30 seconds later, I got so hot. And I don't know if I've mentioned this on here, but when I get hot, especially suddenly like that, I, I go kind of crazy. Like I, I cannot be too hot like that. I go, I, my, the back of my neck is always really hot and I have to like quickly get a wash rag and put cold water all over my face and neck and chest and stuff. And I'm just like, you know me and I'm not into nudity, but I start taking my clothes off and running around like a crazy person. But anyway, I, and I know I had a fever because I decided to keep my clothes on and go to Walgreens or something and get a thermometer and it was insane. So anyway, not, it's not been a fun couple of weeks for me. I've been very, very sick, but today I decided I was a little more human. So here I am 
wondering how you guys are doing. What have you been up to? What are your summer projects? What are your summer vacations? Are you into vacations or are you like me and slightly opposed to them? Because you don't know how to relax. Is that is that what it is with me? I don't know what it is. I've just never really taken too many vacations. Um, what else am I wondering about you? How's your health? I've talked a lot about my health, but I haven't asked you guys how your health is. Have you been taking walks? Do you drink enough water? What is something you eat every single day that you, you never get through a day without eating it? I hope it's an apple or a pickle. That would make me very happy. What's the best thing you've eaten all week long? And last question of the night. By the way, it is Thursday night, 8.26 p.m. where I am. Um, my last question for you is, what is the thing you miss the most about being in elementary school? For me, what immediately came to my head was construction paper projects. Uh, and I remember cotton balls, a lot of cotton balls. We used cotton balls for clouds. We used cotton balls for the beard and Santa's beard. The beard and Santa's beard? The beard within Santa's beard. You, you <laughs> that's a special thing we Nebraskans were into. Oh, hey, speaking of Nebraskans, although I don't think this is where Alice Bolin was born, but I met Alice through Nebraska things. Okay, Alice Bolin, writer, wonderful human being, Alice Bolin has a book out called Dead Girls. I'm going to put a link in the description of this podcast for you all to buy it. I cannot recommend it enough. If you're like me and you're big into My Favorite Murder and Forensic Files and True Crime, this book is a, group, uh, um, a, a collection of her essays about everything from Joan Didion's take on California to Alice and her time in Los Angeles, but mainly it's about our cultural obsession with girls and women dying and being murdered and violently assaulted and stuff. So I, I, I'm not doing it justice by because I didn't plan on talking about it, but now I'm just launching into it. But I am almost done with it. I'm obsessed with it. And Alice and her whole family are friends of mine. And I love them all so much. This is a family of geniuses. Every single one of them is a genius. It's kind of crazy. There's three kids. Tom is the one I'm closest to. Tom Bolin. I don't even know if you listen to this. I can't remember Tom, but Tom is a collector of my artwork, even though he's so young and he's my friend. And I also, you, you get to read a lot about Alice's family in this book. And her dad is a mechanical pencil expert. So he and I are good friends because for those of you guys who don't know, that's what I work with in my job, which is making drawings. I work with solely a mechanical pencil normally, sometimes other things. But anyway, Alice Boland's Dead Girls, beautiful cover too. Not that that matters. We only buy beautiful covered books here on me reading stuff. Speaking of me reading stuff, let me push pause. Let me give you guys a little radio stinger or whatever they're called, and I'll be right back with something to read to you. All right, I'm back and I've decided to read to you somebody who I can't believe I haven't read on the podcast yet, Joanne Kiger. Um, let's see, born 1934 and just died last year, born in California, died in California. 
uh, yeah, she died in 2017. And although I had heard about her and kind of had read her, but not really, um, another poet who I've read on the show before, Jared Stanley, who wrote the book Ears. A lot of you guys really liked when you when I read from Jared's book Ears. Um, he was somebody who I think even knew Joanne Kiger, and I know he loved her work, and so was very devastated when she passed away. And it encouraged me to want to dive into her more, his love of her. So this is from one of her last books that was published before she died called On Time. It's a beautiful book from City Lights Books. Uh, I think it was published in 2015. But a little bit more about Joanne Kiger, Zen Buddhist. She's uh, considered a San Francisco Renaissance beat generation, Black Mountain, and New York School poet. She's She's been crazy prolific. I think over 35 books of poetry and prose. Uh, and I'm just going to read you guys. Oh, actually, and I love this one quote. I, I was noticing a lot of her poetry had something that felt almost like it was from a day book or a daily notebook. And so here's a, here is a quote from Joanne Kiger that I think all of you will like. I think of notebook writing like a practice. I try and do it whether I have anything good or bad or interesting to say. And the chronology becomes narrative, a history of a writing self. Um, and so the end, everything in this book almost every poem in this book on time which by the way i will put a uh, i will put a link to for you <laughs> for you to see where you can buy this book i want you to buy it um but anyway most of the poems in this book are dated at the bottom and it's a part of the poem apparently and i really love that about it so here i go this one is called the art of living slowly Hold on. By the way, if I am not speaking properly, I just want to remind everybody again that I've had a fever off and on for the last two weeks. I'm recovering from amnesia and pneumonia. And uh, I just, this is the first time I've talked a lot lately. So I apologize. I'm not very bright today. My head is very fuzzy. I'm still on medicine. And I feel kind of embarrassed. So I apologize ahead of time. But let's read Joanne Kiger's The Art of Living Slowly. How I wish I had had my hair cut before being photographed at the local figure drawing show last Saturday, which will live on the front page of the weekly coastal news for as long as paper and air last. And may I ask how old is air, holding the sorrowful remnants of little nations who conquered littler nations, whose names we don't even know anymore, although the ground remains the same in patient aging, or you can drop the patient part. This ground is changing, always changing. April 11th, 2008. Mm, that felt so good, I wanna read another one. Should I just pick, should I just, here, you know, I'm gonna, this is the noise of just flipping through a book and I'm gonna stop right here and read this one. Are you ready for this? This one is called, Make Yourself at Home in the Dreamy Bardo. Which story are you trying to tell? The one about when he lived in a chicken house and boosted Twinkies from the market? The far off flicker sounds after a stormy morning and you are ready with your mind wandering epic from a damp, musty room, trying to tie a microphone to a common ear. Where was it they first met? Besides on the page, I mean. Inside the wind's heat? Shh, don't say anything, he said as he kissed her. 
People were circling the bed in the middle of the room. Take heart, she said. Would you like some company, he replied. Outside the war was still active, like when hasn't it been? The apples slowly ripened just ahead of the fawn's open mouth. The memories weren't needed anymore. They were on their own. Really, the faintest ink holds the best memories, and passage from mind to page is frankly open. December 2nd, 2012. All right. Well, I have a feeling we all love Joanne Kiger now. And again, thank you, Jared Stanley, for pointing out in your own special way without telling me, but in a way, you know how it is when people tell you about something and they're not saying, hey, you need to get into this. They're not being forceful about it. They just talk about something and then you go, hmm, it's true. I need to read her or I need to read them. Uh, I wish I had that skill, by the way. I don't. I, I say emphatically, you have to read this or we're no longer friends. I used to have a real problem with that, by the way. If, if a friend wouldn't watch a movie I was into and I told them they would like or they didn't read a book I wanted them to read, I didn't handle it well. This is something I've gotten over in the last five or six years, but I used to get really pissed off about that. <laughs> really, like really severely pissed off about it, secretly. So I'm sure I was acting passive aggressively about it. But anyway, you know, you're young, you're dumb. That's how it goes. You guys, I love chicken nuggets and I'm not proud of it, but I wanna eat some right now. That's all I can think about, I'm starving. I had no appetite for two weeks and it is back in full force all with all of my energy aiming towards chicken nuggets. Uh, I love being healthy and I'm not healthy at all right now. Maybe it's all the chicken nuggets I've eaten in my life, probably. Uh, what else do I love? I love chips and dip. I one time met an Australian person online and I said something about liking chips and dip and they go, oh, I've heard that people eat dip. What is dip? Is this true? Australia, come at, come at me here. I had no idea Australians didn't know what dip was. What about you Europeans? Do you eat dip? I mean, I don't know. I'm talking French onion dip. I'm top, talking ranch dip, bean dip. I grew up with this stuff. I love dip and chips. Dip and chips? That's the new way to say it. Uh, I love YouTube. I should post the last five YouTube videos I've watched. One of those would be the show Passions. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the show Passions from the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, it was a soap opera that had, uh, I don't even, it was witchcraft and craziness. I watched it live. I used to have hours and hours and hours of it recorded on VHS. Anyway, it's available on YouTube. Watch Passions. You won't be sorry. Uh, I love kombucha. I love vinegar. I love salt. And I love you. It's already 15 minutes in, so I'm going to let you go. If you guys haven't already, please, if you're enjoying this podcast, get on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Write a review. Give me a five-star review or a one-star review. I want you to be honest with me. I want to know how you feel about me. One, two, three, four, five-star reviews. There's five options for you. Um, all right, you guys, I'll be back next week, and I hope you have a great weekend. I love you very much. Good night. <laughs>